Today's Coffee Connection is another musical episode. This time, I chatted with oboist Anne Lemke, a DAD alumna and current research ambassador, who recently released her CD, Oboe Salon. My name is Hani Geist. Welcome to Coffee Connections. Anne shares three of the pieces from her collection and explains the concept behind the Oboe Salon, a collection of women composers played on the oboe by Anne Lemke. As a DAD alumna, she also shares her research experience in Germany, and she gives advice for young researchers and how they can approach a research project. And now, have a listen. My name is Anne Lemke, and I live in De- Metro Detroit, Michigan. 
I'm an oboist and a performer, and I teach oboe, and I'm also a scholar of women composers. And it was really my project relating to women composers um, that allowed me to have the DAD stipend because I went there to do my dissertation research on Bettina von Arnim's music compositions. So I wrote my master's thesis about Bettina von Arnim's music compositions. And then I had a Fulbright year where I lived in Freiburg, Germany. And that was really where I became more fluent in German. And I had learned to read her manuscript from looking at her music compositions. And she created songs by using the poems of her husband, Achim von Arnim, and her brother, Clemens Montano, and also Goethe, and set those to music. And then I went on to do my doctorate degree in comparative literature at Indiana University. And that was when I had the DAD grant to go to Germany and do the dissertation research. And that was when I lived in Bonn and was able to do research in the library, the University Library of Bonn, also on a contemporary of hers, Johanna Kinkel, who had known her. So what I was really excited about and what I'm grateful for the opportunity to share on your podcast is that I feel like this current project of my Oboe Salon CD recording is related to my DAD stipend. It's on my website at lemkestudio.com. And it's also available on Bandcamp, which is a platform for streaming, for digital download, or for physical purchase. And then it's also going to be available on iTunes and Amazon. So those different sources. So what's unique about this Oboe Salon CD is that I was able to bring together my academic interest in the women composers as well as performing. It features the music of five different women from the 19th century, including Bettina von Arnim, Johanna Kinkel, Clara Schumann, Fanny Mendelssohn-Hensel, and Clémence de Granval. And in performing their music, it's almost like we're bringing them together into the 19th century salon setting where the women would invite other musicians or artists or intellectuals, poets, and share their creative work. And I really like the album artwork, too, that was done by the French artist Amanua Ayrton, who is an illustrator who lives in France, and she has done illustrations for the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra. So I explained to her my idea for having all of the historical portraits of the women gathered in this room together where Amanda Sablehouse, the pianist, and I are performing. And so she like recreated that vision as the cover of the album. So I, I think it really makes it such a beautiful object. You know, I know that many people nowadays use digital music and and listen on streaming platforms. But I think it's really nice to be able to see that image too. Yeah, it's a beautiful image. So I really recommend I will uh, add the link in the show notes for you to not only listen, but actually have a look at the illustrations. Making this CD 
of music by women composers was a dream project for me. And I wanted to include something by the women who I had written about, Bettina von Arnim and Johanna Kinkel. And because they only wrote songs for voice and piano, I decided to transcribe it for the instrument called the oboe d'amour, which is like an alto oboe. And I transposed the music to play it on the oboe d'amour. And yeah, it's it was really thrilling to be able to play this music also this summer when I went to the International Double Reed Society Conference in Boulder, Colorado. And nobody had heard of Bettina von Arnim or Johanna Kinkel. A few people have heard of Clara Schumann and Fanny Mendelssohn, but it was just really nice to be able to share this music with this audience of double reed players. So other musicians who are really interested to learn about women composers. I'm not a musician, so I don't know a whole lot, but walk me through the process. So I think Bettina von Arnim was just really fascinated by Goethe. As we know, you know, she knew him, she corresponded with him and taking his poems and setting them to music was a, a way of her interpreting his words. And so she took this poem from Faust and she set it to a very dramatic setting. And as I'm playing it on an instrument, I'm thinking about the words, but of course, the instrument can't recreate the words. You just try to recreate it in the expression, in the dynamics and in the tone quality. And I've also translated the poem so people who don't understand German can also understand the text. Because I think it's really important when you hear the music, you understand better how the composer wanted to interpret the words. And so I have the text and the English translations available on my website for people who want to refer to that. You also mentioned uh, Clara Schumann, which I think is also outside of Germany, uh, at least a name that's somewhat familiar. So what can you tell me about her and the piece that you are playing on the CD? Clara Schumann was a real virtuoso pianist and amazing musician. She was also a composer, but people mainly know about her husband, Robert Schumann. She was really the one who made his music famous by performing it and concertizing all over Europe. And she, in fact, also knew Bettina von Arnim. It was very interesting for me when I was a DAD grantee and living in Bonn to be able to visit the Schumann house there. So while Robert Schumann was living in Bonn in what is now known as the Schumann house, and it's the music library of the city of Bonn, Bettina von Arnim visited him there in the last days of his life. And he dedicated some songs to her. But these three romances by Clara Schumann are similar to some, th some romances that Robert Schumann wrote for the oboe. Clara Schumann wrote these th three romances for violin and they were dedicated to Josef Joachim, the violinist. They work very well on the oboe as well. So I just really wanted to play these pieces because I think they're so expressive and it's just a really beautiful melodic expression.
I'm including the pieces that you're referring to in this episode, but for someone who does not know what an oboe is, how would you describe the instrument and how did you become interested in playing it in the first place? So the oboe is a woodwind instrument. It looks similar to the clarinet. It's black. It's made out of wood and it has silver keys. It has a double reed at the top. So that's what make, gives it a unique sound. We make the reeds out of cane that is grown in the south of France. Oboists spend a lot of time making reeds. And it's quite an art in itself. And I also teach that to my students. So the other members of the oboe family are the oboe de Moore and the English horn that also have a double reed. And they have the same fingering They're just different size instrument and pitched in a different key. So some people think the oboe sounds like a snake charmer. <laughs> a snake charmer. <laughs> um, so when did you start playing? I started playing the oboe when I was in seventh grade. So I was about 13 years old. And I really had been fascinated by the sound of the oboe. I had played clarinet for about a year. And then I kept hearing the oboe and... I wanted to try playing it. So my parents rented me that instrument and then I started playing the oboe and I just loved it. And then I went on to Interlochen for summer camp and to a year of high school there as well before I decided to major in music at Manhattan School. So when was the last time you were in Germany and uh, do you still go to do your research? Oh, I'm so glad that I was able to go to Germany this fall. I went in October to attend the Baroque Double Reed retreat. And I it's a new adventure for me to start learning the Baroque oboe, which is an instrument that was played at the time of like Bach and Handel. So it has many fewer keys. So the, the modern oboe has a whole lot of keys on it. And the Baroque oboe has only two keys. So you have to learn fingerings that are more like recorder. And I think most people played recorder when they were in elementary school. And it was really so interesting. It was like coming full circle. I hadn't been alone in Germany, just traveling since before I was married. And now this fall, I was able to go back. And I also visited the archives in Frankfurt and the new German Romantic Museum there. And then our family lives in the south of Germany. It's called Oldingen on Lake Constance, which is called Bodensee, of course, in German. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful area. You mentioned Bonn. You uh, stayed there for a bit in Frankfurt. What are other cities that you enjoy going to? Well, I really like Bonn. There's so many things about Bonn that I think are really nice. I mean, it's a small city, but it's got beautiful nature in the area. So I loved biking along the Rhine and like going up to the Drachenfels, um, kind of big cliff that overlooks the Rhine. And then of course, there's so much culture there too with the Beethoven house and the Schumann house that I already mentioned. And The library there is right on the Rhine too, and it has great resources. I was 
I was, I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity as a DAD grantee to use the library and a manuscript library there. They just have lots of collection of the music and letters of Johanna Kinka. And I also really liked Freiburg and I liked the area around the Bodensee, which is also really, really nice for biking and being out in nature. So, you know, besides being in archives, I really like to be outside. <laughs> yes, you spend all your time in archives. It's definitely <laughs> something that I would enjoy just going out in nature. Yeah. Part of my work is to inform about the DAD funding that's available. And like part of the funding opportunities is for researchers to do research in Germany. For someone who's interested in doing research in Germany and interested in applying to funding, can you just share a little bit of what process that was for you? And then also specifically how you conducted your research and, and maybe some advice for young researchers if they're interested in going to Germany. Having a mentor at my own university who was able to guide me to how to write the grant proposal was really helpful. In my case, I received a DAD grant for a full year in Bonn. And then at the end of that year, it was able to be extended. Then I ended up staying on and working at the university in the foreign student office which is called in German, the Akademisches Auslandsamt. So it just happened that they needed somebody to organize their program for visiting Americans that was called Germany Today. Um, they invited people over for two-week stay and traveled to different places in Germany. So that was what I did at the University of Bonn, as well as teaching English to employees of the university. But for people who want to study in Germany, you want to find out as much as possible where is the location, the university that has someone who's working in the field that you're interested in. So for me, I really wanted to go to Bonn because of the materials that were available in the university library there. It was, you know, with the guidance of my professor that I wrote my grant proposal and I'm really grateful that I had that opportunity. I'm now serving as an ambassador so that anybody who wants to find out more, I'm happy to help them receive the information that they need from the DAD. So in addition to the music, how are these women connected to one another? You said that they're Uh, definitely also knew each other, but since it's a, in comparison to male composers or male poets um, during that time, there were rather few of those women. What other things did they have in common that would be interesting to share? That's an interesting question. So some of them knew one another. For example, Bettina von Arnim, who is the mainly known as an author, and many people don't know that she also composed music. She had a salon and she also invited Johanna Kinkel, who was living in Berlin for a few years, to stay with her at her home. And, and Johanna Kinkel taught music to her daughters and also helped Bettina with her song compositions. So they had this connection during those years in the 1830s. And then also later, Bettina helped her husband to escape. Uh, well, she actually 
she wrote letters to the Friedrich Wilhelm and asked for, you know, on behalf of Johanna Kinkel to help her husband who was in prison, who eventually escaped and they lived then in a London in exile. Bettina von Arnhem also knew Fanny Mendelssohn and Johanna Kinkel also knew Fanny Mendelssohn from their time in Berlin. She also knew Clara Schumann, who was this, you know, very gifted young pianist that was, you know, concertized all over Europe. Clémence de Grandval was separated geographically because she was in Paris. And so I don't know of a biographical connection between them, but really what unites them all is that they were women who were musically very gifted, living at a time when women were not encouraged to have a profession or to make music outside of the private sphere that is, you know, the home setting. But some of them, for example, Clara Schumann and Clémence de Grandval did have highly successful musical careers and were, were recognized as professional musicians. So how was the first time you actually realized or found out with your research that there are actually women who were great composers, maybe not as widely known back in the day, and, and that they actually composed songs? How did, how did you find out about that? Do you know, I've always been fascinated by the work of women artists and women composers. I mean, my mother was an artist. And I began learning piano at age five from a wonderful woman who introduced me to the work of women composers, just who who wrote music for beginning piano. And so I've always just been interested in in women composers, but especially with the 19th century in Germany, there was just so much. That's my favorite period. And I just love the romantic music. And I just love that style. And as I was making the recording, you know, it was a lot of long hours of practice and rehearsal and recording, but just playing this music, it was so energizing that my embouchure, which usually gets tired after a couple of hours, I could just keep on, <laughs> keep on playing. Just, I had an extra energy just because I really love this music. So you have to explain that for someone who's not familiar with the instrument. Okay, sure. Yeah. So when you play the oboe, it's a small double reed that's only about one centimeter wide that is in your mouth. And you you have to have pretty strong lip muscles in order to, you know, play. And after a while, your lips get really tired. And so you can't just keep on playing like a pianist or violinist can do because your, your mouth gets tired and then you have to give yourself a break and put on some chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say it was particularly difficult and you had to practice a lot, like what, what specifically was difficult in comparison to maybe what would you would otherwise play? Well, the um, music of Clément de Grandval has a lot of technical passages, so really fast fingering and fast notes. And then the music of Johanna Kinko, Bettina von Arnhem, Fanny Mendelssohn, they're more lyrical and, 
you just want to like create really smooth phrases and have everything sound beautiful and have a beautiful singing line in the music. So you said that two of the artists were fairly well known, but not the others. Well, I think they did receive um, recognition during their time, but it was just like they got they got forgotten. That was actually the title of my talk this summer when I when I presented some works of theirs to the Double Read community in Boulder, Colorado. It was called Forgotten Women's Voices because Clémence de Gaval, you know, she was very highly celebrated at during her lifetime, but I don't know why she just didn't make it into the English language music history works. Um, she is during, in, you know, you can find out about her in works written in France during her time, but, and the same thing with Johanna Kinko, you know, she published quite a number of songs during her lifetime. And she was really also well known as a teacher and and a writer of works about music, but virtually unknown in th this country and not very well known in Germany either until just the last decade or so, you know, as more people started doing research on her. As you did with the with the AD funding. There's generally a greater interest, and I'm just so glad that we're hearing more and more works of women composers being performed. And to, it's gotten to the point where a lot of people are saying they don't want to have a program without at least some representative work of a woman, whether it's an orchestra concert or, a, you know, chamber music recital. And personally, I, I think that's wonderful that that people are more conscious now, not only about women composers, but also about any underrepresented composers. We were hearing a lot more about minority composers as well. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, not just the women in general, but then you also add the layer of other minorities. Are there some composers that you could highlight maybe that in addition to your CD, someone could listen to of, of women of color, for example, or, or any other minority background? So I'm excited to be starting to compile works by also women of color and is that your minds. next project yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes it, it is so this summer while I was at the double read society conference we we heard a lot of commissions that were commissioned by the international double read society for new works by women and minority composers so so there's a lot more being done What is your favorite piece to play? I'm sure that's a hard question, but do you have a piece that you really love playing that that you could call your favorite? I do. I think I love the Concerto by Clemence de Corval. It's just such a beautiful piece. It's so much fun to play. It's got some so varied lyrical passages and technical passages, and it's just so much fun to listen to as well as play. Clémence Gauval was a really unique woman composer. She composed a lot of music for the oboe, especially. And she also composed operas and other symphonic works. And the pieces on the CD recording by her are the only ones that were originally for the oboe and the English horn. 
So she studied composition with Camille Sasson, and her works were performed in the opera houses in Paris, and she was very well known during her day. And she's a composer that really deserves to be better known. So I was really happy to be able to perform her oboe concerto with the International Symphony here, the group that I play with a few years ago. And then this year in March, I was able to perform the Lamento and Scherzo with orchestra accompaniment. And here on the CD, they're performed with the piano. And I should mention, it's the first time that these pieces were recorded for oboe and piano. And also really the first time that a number of other pieces like the songs by Bettina von Arnim and Johanna Kinko were recorded with this combination of instruments, oboe and oboe and piano.
This was my coffee connection with Anne Lemke. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and the music as much as I did. In the show notes, I shared the website where you can download her music and see the fantastic visuals for the CD. All content is created and edited by me, Honey Geist. If you would like to get in touch, send an email to geist at deity.de. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you at the next coffee break. <laughs>